This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good morning, Oregon. It's Wednesday, November 16th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. A company with more than a century-long history in Portland is facing drastic changes next year, and it's not clear what that will mean for a vital 78-acre site along the Willamette River, nor some 450 local employees. Gunderson, an industrial company that started back in 1919 in Portland, will stop building rail cars in the city in 2023. The company's parent organization, the Greenbrier Companies, said it will shift that work to factories elsewhere in the country. It's not clear what this will mean for Gunderson's 450 workers here or the company's barge building business at an adjacent property on the waterfronts. Employees were informed employees were informed of the rail car news last Wednesday. That manufacturing work will finish in May of next year, if not sooner. Some rail car workers will be shifted over to barge building. Jack Isselman, vice president with the Greenbrier Companies, said it's too soon to say what will happen in Portland, but he pledged to be transparent when decisions are made. Greenbrier has other facilities in Washington and Oregon, including 200 people at its facilities in Lake Oswego. That's its headquarters. The company has operations around the country and in 2019 purchased American Railcar Industries, which has facilities in Arkansas. One person died early Tuesday morning in a fire at a Northeast Portland hotel that's been converted to shelter homeless veterans. Portland Fire and Rescue officials responded before 5 a.m. to the corner of Northeast Sandy and Lombard. That's where Do Good Multnomah operates the shelter for veterans experiencing homelessness. Firefighters pulled a body from a burning room there. The Roseway Inn is a concrete building with a brick facade. Firefighters said that helped keep the blaze contained to the one room where it started. No one was displaced due to the fire. Linda Woodley said that Portland city officials destroyed her career and violated her constitutional rights when the city pulled the plug on a $12 million contract. That about face came in the wake of an investigation by the Oregonian and Oregon Live last year. But a federal judge disagreed with Woodley and dismissed her lawsuit on Monday. Woodley had sought $600,000, claiming that was the amount in lost salary she expected to make in her final years before retirement. She argued that the city trashed her reputation. But U.S. District Court Judge Michael Simon dismissed the case, saying Woodley still has a $198,000 contract with the city of Portland, and nothing bars her from getting more work with the city in the future. The Oregonian in December of 2021 reported that Woodley mischaracterized and likely fabricated her credentials while applying for the $12 million grant through the voter-approved Portland Clean Energy Fund. The newspaper also found Woodley spent time in prison for defrauding energy companies in the 1990s and had racked up millions in unpaid federal and state taxes, including an $810,000 penalty in early 2021. 
The city pulled the plug on the contract, which would have allowed Woodley's firm, Diversifying Energy, to lead a citywide effort to buy, store, and arrange for 15,000 portable cooling units in homes for low-income folks vulnerable to deadly heat waves. Ever spend a bunch of money on something and immediately regret it? Well, the Portland Chamber of Commerce gave more than 131000 bucks in the final days to try and fight the ballot measure to change Portland's form of government. That's roughly 40% of the total amount that political action committee that tried to kill the package raised throughout the entire campaign. Well, how'd that measure do? Voters backed it in an overwhelming show of force. The measure passed with 58% supporting and 42% opposing it despite the Portland Business Alliance's last-ditch efforts. The proponents of the measure raised and spent more than $1 million during the campaign. Portland plans to have its first elections under its new form of government in November of 2024. For more on the story and just how complex the rollout and implementation plan will be, listen to our Beat Check podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. That was a big chunk of our Monday episode this week. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.